Good afternoon. Welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guests today are here from the Relationship Safety Alliance. We have formerly known them as the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center. With me right now is Shannon Wasso. She is the Executive Director of the Relationship Safety Alliance. And Alex Dominguez is here, the Programs Manager. Ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you so much for having us. We are glad to have you here. We've got some things to talk about. First of all, maybe we should start right at the very beginning for people who may not be familiar with the Relationship Safety Alliance. Shannon, tell us what it's all about. Well, I think people are probably more familiar with us than they realize. We are formally known as Mid-Minnesota Women's Center. Mm -hmm. We've been around since 1978, but we did go through a rebranding process during the pandemic, and we have emerged with a new, more inclusive name, um, another a new logo, but also um, the shelter is now referred to as the Louise Selisky Shelter to honor that history. Oh, wow. And the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center name has not changed to continue honoring that history as well. That's amazing. And talk about what both of those facilities, what kind of service as they provide sure. for the Lakes area? Um, the shelter is the only 24-hour domestic violence shelter in Region 5. So that is Crow Wing, Cass, wow. Morrison, Todd, and Wadena counties. Wow. We provide many services to victim survivors of domestic violence. Um, we do have the 24-hour um, emergency shelter. We also provide advocacy services, court support, um, wow. pretty much anything that a victim might be needing at that time, we will do our best to meet them where they're at and provide that service. Mm -hmm. The Safety Center offers um, safe exchanges and supervised visitations for families who are experiencing some troubles in their lives and we want to make sure that the kids stay safe. Yeah, that's a great place. I've, I've Sadly, I've had to have people use it, but grateful that it was there for them to do so. Absolutely. So uh, we've got some other things to talk about a little bit more here today about the Relationship Safety Alliance. You do have some events coming up and you do have some uh, volunteer opportunities and some needs. Let's start with where? Where would you like to start? Wow, Shannon? I don't know. We've got a lot <laughs> going on, which is a good thing. Cause yes. There was so, so long where we didn't have things going on because we couldn't. And yeah. now that we can, um, coming up right in March 22nd, everybody can say, the date. We've got a Taco Bout fundraiser at Taco John's. Yes. Um, so anytime between 4 and 8 p.m. on the March 22nd, um, if you make a purchase, 20% of those proceeds will be donated to our organization. That's really nice. And that's a Taco John's on uh, basically Washington Street in Brainerd. That's right. Oh, that's a good one. you got to love tasty fundraisers, really. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so 20%, that's very generous. Yes, it is very generous. And that's on Wednesday, March 22nd from 4 to 8. Um, what else we have? So we have our Volunteer Appreciation Open House coming up on Thursday, April 20th um, from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. We are looking for any volunteers that would like to help with whatever their specialty may be. You can also apply to be a volunteer on our website. That goes right into our volunteer coordinator. Uh, she'll connect with you and set you up with whatever your niche is and however you want to help. That sounds amazing. Uh, for this Volunteer Appreciation, so this is for people who already are, but for people who may want to in the future. I will say I was talking to someone not too recently, but they were saying, I'd like to, to volunteer there, but you know, there's a little, oh, I'm a little, I, want, I don't want to say scared, but there's a little nervousness going in. Yeah, I want to volunteer at the shelter, but is it safe? Is it good? And of course it is. Can you explain that? Well, first of all, if anybody does have any concerns or hesitancies, I would encourage them to reach out. Yes. We will do whatever it is that we can to show them around the facility and help them become comfortable mm -hmm. and make, a make an informed decision if it's a good place for them to volunteer. Sure. Um, but we do have an intake process. We have applications that get filled out, background checks that are completed. So we do have a very... Um, 
a long process that anybody that's coming to the facility goes through, whether it's staff, board members, volunteers, mm-hmm. to ensure the safety of the people that are in the building. Yes. The, not only the clients, but also the staff and volunteers as well. Oh, yes, of course. That's important. Mm-hmm. We also have a training that they go through with our volunteer coordinator. And then mm-hmm. there is always an advocate in the building or other staff that are available to help if needed to. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's good to both, know. Both, both facilities have um, security cameras, security systems, the you know locked doors. So mm-hmm. we have created an as secure environment as we can while also keeping it homey for the people that are there utilizing the services. Yes, been in there recently and I mean there's a play area. It's a really I mean it seems like a really nice place for people who are, you know, possibly experiencing the worst part of their life, you know, yep. uh, a nice, safe place for them to, to come and be. Um, okay, so the Volunteer Appreciation Open House, April 20th, and then in June, you guys are kind of teasing your your annual event. What is that? Yes, we would like everyone to kind of just mark their calendars for June 15th. Um, we are going to be hosting our annual gala at the Pavilion at Madden. So we've got some really good things in the works, and we will be sharing those soon sounds good. So uh, let's talk about some of the things that you may need. We referenced volunteers. Uh, what kind of things other than maybe front desk and that kind of thing do you need from volunteers at this time? So we're always looking for different needs that we need donated. Mm-hmm. Things like stamps, use cell phones. Um, we can take in used cell phones. We use those and wipe them and then we can give them out as 911 phones okay. to any clients that we're working with. And then obviously like household needs for the shelter, toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning supplies, laundry detergent. These are also things that we can send with residents when they're moving out on their own so that yes. they don't have to start fresh with an empty home. Um, we can send them with some of the basic cleaning supplies and essentials to kind of help get them started. We're also always looking for gift cards, bus tickets, um, and then closing donations, you know, things for kids and adults that we can give them when they do not come in with much of anything at all. Yeah, I was explaining, we, we dropped some stuff off there the other day, and my daughter said, no, Mom, remind me, what do they do here? <laughs> and I and I, I, I kind of gave it to her. She's 10, but I explained it to her and just said, you know, we're giving these things so people, I said, sometimes they come here with just the clothes on their backs. They're coming out of a scary situation, and if they come here and they have things waiting for them, it helps. So just those basic needs. I mean, think of if you were leaving your house and you had nowhere to go and you needed something, what would be those immediate needs to drop them off over there at the Relationship Safety Alliance? Yes. awesome. Thank you for doing that. And if you have questions, um, we don't just do tours and such for adults. Mm -hmm. If there are kids or school groups or anything that want to participate, um, you know, cook a meal, drop it off, do a children's activity or anything along those lines, we can make any of that stuff happen. It's really good. I think it's a good opportunity to be able to teach kids about what might be happening to some of their classmates or, you know, to be a little more empathetic about that. Mm-hmm. And we do have other like Girl Scout groups, Boy Scout groups that come oh. in and volunteer as well. Maybe they'll help with raking leaves, cleaning the toys, anything. And then they kind of get a tour of the shelter and learn more about it, too. So that's always an option. I think it does bring a little appreciation. You know, kids, I want, I want, I want. And if you can see how, you know, fortunate some of our children really are, they probably get a better appreciation for what they have. Yes. So I think that's awesome. Uh, what other things do we need to know about the Relationship Safety Alliance? Well, one of the things that Alex and I really wanted to say today was our community came out very strong in support of so many nonprofits over the holiday season, including ours. Really? So we wanted to say thank you. We were able to provide um, uh, Christmas for 90... About 90 families this year. Wow. Yep. And so th- and that's multiple people in each of those families. Yes. So there are a lot of lives that were touched by the donations from individuals, businesses that hosted fundraisers, um, people that did adopt a family, 
all of that. Um, Toys for Tots pitched in for kids at the safety center and everything, too. So we really just wanted to say thank you very much because without our community support, that program wouldn't happen. And we had so many families that came in to pick up their gifts that were just so happy and thankful and said, you know, without this, we wouldn't have Christmas for our children. We wouldn't be able to do anything. Um, And so they were very grateful for all of that. You know, when you say that and I'm saying, wow, the first thing I think is, wow, the generosity. But then you also think 90 that's a lot of yep. people that are experiencing not such great conditions that need the services. Yep. So That's 90 men, women, children, and just yeah. overall families that we were able to help. And, you know, that's the other thing, too. We always think, you know, kind of backing up to the whole purpose um, that, you know, that kind of thing, you know, the abuse and, and that the neglect doesn't that doesn't happen here in our area. We, we don't see it, but I think people would be uh, shockingly surprised at the problem. Agreed. Um, statistically, um, self-reporting shows that there are one in four individuals who have experienced domestic violence in their life. And if that's self-reporting, mm-hmm. the chances of that being higher are probably pretty, pretty good. Big. Which means, you know, I mean, one of the things that we try to do is just to provide a, provide a visual whenever we're doing like a professional training. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people that, like you said, think that it doesn't happen in our community. Um, yeah. So if you have them go down and have one in four people stand up that's sitting in that room, there's the visual for you where it's very, very likely that somebody that is your coworker or that works on your team or works mm-hmm. in your department is going through this right now. Yeah, and it's it's a hard thing to get out of, but please know that there is help and there are so many advocates, so many people uh, that can help you out of these situations and will be there to guide you through the mm-hmm. whole process. So don't Absolutely. be afraid to reach out. How does someone get a hold of you, Shannon, if they need to reach the center or if they need your services either there or at the Alex and Brandon Safety Center? The best way is to give us a call. Um, you can call either one of our facilities anytime. Yep, the shelter is staffed 24-7, so you can call in the middle of the night, during the day. Um, you can come in anytime. You do not have to schedule an appointment. I think a lot of people call with that, what time should I come in? You can come in anytime. Then Advocate is always ready to meet with somebody. Okay. Excellent. And then is there a website too? Website, Facebook, that kind of thing? We do have a Facebook. The only thing is it's not confidential, obviously. So right. if somebody wants to communicate with us about services or needing to you know, flee, that's probably not the best way to do it. If that's sure. the only means, then so be it. But you know, I wouldn't recommend Private it. Private message through yeah. a messenger. Yep. Okay. Um, so we do have our Facebook page up. And then we also have a website, which is relationshipsafety.org. And on there, you're able to fill out a contact form. You're able to, um, you know, like Alex mentioned, fill out a volunteer request. You can find events that we have going on, a list of our board members, list of staff, all kinds of good stuff. Wonderful. Okay. Well, the first and foremost thing, let's eat some tacos. That's All right. right. <laughs> March 22nd. <laughs> March 22nd at Taco John's in Brainerd. You can start by helping that way. That's Wednesday, March 22nd from 4 to 8. Uh, it is uh, at the Taco John's there on Washington Street. Ladies, thank you so much for all you do, and thank you for taking time out to, to visit with us and, and talk to our listeners about what you do. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, you, too. Our pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Yes, we will. Thank you. With me again today, Relationship Safety Alliance, uh, the Executive Director, Shannon Wusso, and Programs Manager, Alex Dominguez. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can listen to Community Focus anytime through our website, which is 1067wjjy.com, or through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.